What if I told you that everything you know about human history was predicated upon massive omissions from the historical record? Have you heard of the Tartarian Empire? What about the cataclysmic event that caused the end of their civilization and buried the earth in a layer of dirt and debris? What if I told you evidence of this omitted history is visible in nearly every city on this planet? Welcome to Unknowable, the podcast where we talk about all things mysterious, unusual, or unknowable. I'm Justine. And I'm Gray. This week is a, uh, it's a weird one. It's a real weird one. It's one that I did not know existed. No, I didn't know anything about it. I still feel like I know almost nothing about it. There are so many deep dives that are connected to this one topic. Like, you can spend the next, like decade researching mud flood and still barely scratch the surface i feel like yeah it's intense so to sum it up very simply yeah the idea of the mud flood is the suggestion that there was a major worldwide event possibly a mud flood right um that buried entire cities and partially buried others right and wiped out a much more advanced civilization like a sort of reset mm-hmm. um and then of course the conspiracy part of this right. entire topic is that records of this major event right. that wiped out civilizations mm-hmm. has also been buried oh um hidden from the current population right and part of what makes this theory kind of off the wall mm-hmm. is that it's generally believed though it varies that this event happened sometime in the past couple hundred years yeah like like early 1800s to mid 1800s yeah that's the the general consensus of course there are people who think it happened longer ago there are people who think there were more than one Mm -hmm. mud flood but right it definitely makes it a little harder to get on board with when you think like oh this isn't something that they're saying happened like a thousand years ago right this is something that a lot of people think this was like i mean that's not recent recent but that's relatively recent oh yeah in our like world's history exactly yeah, it's 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 super bizarre because you have to like you have to believe that basically all of like, you know, the last 200 years is just completely wrong and predicated upon like a, a complete misunderstanding of like all of human civilization. Yeah. Like the 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 consensus basically is that the, the you know, the past civilization built all of the major like architectural ruins and or like current architectural buildings that we consider like um like even like like the u.s capitol building were built by this past civilization and rather than us you know rather than like the united states or like current russia building these buildings they dug these buildings out of the debris that wiped out this past civilization yeah it's pretty wild it's pretty wild we'll say that one of the theories in russia of course, this is like, that sounds like right. most of Russia believes this, but that's no. not. I mean, not, I mean I don't who knows? That Peter the Great was not the founder of St. Petersburg in right. 1703 in the sense that he built it, but that he dug it out. Right. And that's, yeah, the common thread throughout all of this is that, yeah, some places were completely buried mm-hmm. and some were just partially buried. 
It's wild. It's a wild, it's a wild story. It's totally wild. And it, we're going to kind of give a pretty, a pretty cursory overview of most of this because in order to go like as deep as we could, we, this would be like a whole, its own podcast. Oh yeah. It easily could be. And I think part of what makes this topic tough to research in a sense is I guess anything that we talk about really for the most part, there's a good, at least a chunk of it that is factual right in the sense that like we might talk about missing people or murders or i guess even some of the cryptids and things like that like there there's usually some small chunk of like things that have been talked about for years and years about this topic but this particular Mm -hmm. theory doesn't seem like it's been around for very long at all no like i couldn't find anything going back like even five or ten years ago yeah seems like a pretty pretty modern thing yeah it's a modern thing and one of the, like when I was reading through, so, and most of the information we got is from forums. Yeah. This like is not Reddit. really like, there's not articles about this. Mm-mm. There are certain things to back up the theory in the eyes of the believers of this theory that are, right. I guess, more factual, like things that have actually been found that can't be explained. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the info about the theory itself, it's really all people on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Um, and a site that is called stolenhistory.org. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest subreddit that I was on was alternative history. Which like another thing that I learned in researching this topic is that alternative history is like a pretty big thing. It's a huge thing. Like it's like, you know, I always just thought of alternative history was like, oh, like flat earthers and stuff. But there's a whole like there's some pretty like niche, very specific like alternative history theories that are like very well like very well supported in the sense that there is a a trove of evidence that is given yeah you know it's dubious in its reality but there's a lot it's out huge. there it's crazy it's huge. a whole subset of the population oh yeah and reading the various threads about the mud flood there it seemed like there were a lot of people that maybe didn't know how to put a name to what they believed right so i think there were a lot of people that had like had suspicions and maybe noticed these weird things here and there mm-hmm. and were like what the fuck and then finally they found like, you know, they like came home to this forum <laughs> yeah. or this thread oh, and they were finally. like, oh, this all makes so much sense. Right. Because there were several people in the threads that said exactly that. Like, I've had my suspicions, but this makes sense to explain it. Right. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, it's crazy. Damn. Like, we think we're asking a lot of questions, mm-hmm. but there are people out there who've been on this for a long time, yeah, I guess. And have a lot more time to think about stuff that are just like, oh, so one of the biggest bits of evidence Yes. For this theory is all very around you. all around you. Like I, man, like yeah. I actually wish that we had had time to like go and look mm-hmm. for ourselves. Cause I'm sure there's stuff in Portland. Oh yeah. Um, so you will start if once you hear this episode, hopefully you will start to like yes. go and look for this because it was a thing that I had never really seen. Mm-hmm. And then you see, I mean, if you, if you go on stolenhistory.org mm-hmm. Or you go on the alternative history subreddit, you can yeah. find like tons of yeah. photos of like this, hundreds of photos, hundreds of photos from yeah. all all over the world, yeah. not just the country, not one state, yeah. not even just big cities, but all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of weird occurrence of buildings that seem like they're sunken into the ground. Right. Like it looks like there is sort of like the building was built and there was like the the expected ground floor that was like pretty usually they're pretty like ornate and like you can tell that they were designed to be like a grand entrance to the building and then that built that that ground level floor is now 
deep under the ground so that maybe like the tops of the windows are peeking out mm -hmm. um there's a ton of pictures of those buildings being like excavated and you can see like like the level of dirt that's kind of like um it was clearly built and then covered and so then the second floor then becomes like the first floor like the main entrance yeah and you'll see um you know there's evidence in like like new york like a lot of like brownstones mm -hmm. there's sort of like the walk up to the 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 second floor and like there's a there's steps down to like the ground floor what would have been the ground floor yeah um it's pretty wild there's there's and when you start walking around a city you start to notice like the little windows peeking out like yep. on the sidewalk um windows that look like they're bigger taller windows that have then been like covered in dirt essentially up yeah. to a certain level oh yeah it's pretty crazy and it's easy to write it off as like oh well of course a basement needs to have a window right and so they just match to the design of the other windows and it's just mm -hmm. a tiny little window but then yeah when you see photos of a lot of these buildings being excavated mm -hmm. you see that it was a full window oh yeah that oh. you're only seeing the very top like you know sixth of the window right that the other is buried and it doesn't make sense why you would make an entire window right unless me. it once had daylight yeah so hmm. that is one of the and like yeah again going on the forums there are just photo after photo of yeah. this and some of them to me were like a little less convincing but there were some where mm -hmm. you're just like damn like, like whoa like what happened there what happened the excavation ones in particular you can where you can clearly see an entire not a basement right not again it, part of why this was a deep deep topic mm -hmm. is i'm like i would need to learn about centuries worth of like <laughs> construction standards and like city building standards right. and how things change and evolve to like really be able to discount or suspect any of these things because i don't right. know about how they built cities in the 1800s like right. i just don't know yeah <laughs> Again, me neither disclaimer yes I'm not a doctor i'm not a scientist and i'm not a like construction historian is that yeah. a thing like sure. a city building i don't know that sounds right a city historian i don't know shit about that stuff so i don't know if there is some reason why that right. would be a thing but it doesn't make sense in my mind that you would build out an entire window or an entire doorway, especially like right. the windows. I could, I could almost see like maybe somehow it makes sense yeah. to do a regular window. I don't know, but the doorways, why mm -hmm. would there need like these to be ornately doorway? carved doorways that are like very clearly yeah. meant to be like the ground floor entrance, like the main yeah. entrance to the building. And you can only see the very top of like the decoration of the door or something from the street level. Mm -hmm. But like underneath you see there was a doorway that there's no reason to have a doorway right. for a basement that's intended from the beginning to be underground. Right. Unless that basement was not underground it was at one point. once above ground so yeah so i feel like we're gonna jump around a little bit because there's not oh, yeah. there's not like a coherent thread to follow through this no there's no timeline kind of have to flesh out like the different the different sort of like components that fit together to build a whole narrative yeah and i think i mean maybe in like 10 years even mm -hmm. if this continues to be a theory will be a much more fleshed out theory with like a more single thread running through it but mm -hmm. right now it was a very tough thing to research because again you're reading through a forum right of just people yeah. who are just like hey i think this is what happened like mm -hmm. hey this timeline doesn't make sense people going all the way back to like noah's ark oh yeah level oh, history yeah. here oh man so i mean like there's a lot of talk of like young earth theories they're yeah. like oh in order to believe this you have to believe in like like the young earth timeline oh yeah so it's so like there's oh. a million different timelines so it was like in order to not bore the hell out of all of you with like 18 different <laughs> timelines and confusing the shit out of you. So you're like, what the hell are we talking about anymore? Right. We kind of just kept this a little Brief. more basic. Yeah. But, um, so one of the interesting things that I read about was 
this notion being backed up in some people's minds by these several paintings completed. A lot of these mm. were in like the 17 to 1800s. Some were in the 1600s. Right. Um, by what are known as Capriccio artists. Sounds I don't right. know if I'm pronouncing that right. Also not Italian. <laughs> also not Disclaimer. Italian. So Giovanni <laughs> Battista Piranesi, nice. who lived from 1720 to 1778, mm-hmm. um, also right just in, known as Piranesi. Right in like, like the time period we're talking about. Exactly. Right in that time period. He was among these artists. Um, so there's several etymologies put forward for the meaning of the word capriccio. Again, mm-hmm. pronunciation questionable. Um, one is that it's derived from the Italian word capretto, which roughly translates to the unpredictable movement of the behavior of a young goat. Oh. <laughs> which is awesome. But that would suggest that this artistic style is unpredictable mm-hmm. and based on imagination. Yeah, okay. um, the word can also mean following one's fancy. So hmm. there's sort of in a lot of these things... I don't know. Again, I, it, you could go deeply into the topic of these Capriccio artists, oh, which yeah. I did not do, mm-hmm. but you can, if you feel so inclined, please do you as in the listener, not you <laughs> as in gray that I'm looking at right now. Looking me dead in you, the like, eye. Look it up now. <laughs> but, um, so it's unclear if these artists were named such in the time period that they were creating art or if this, you know, obviously there are a lot of things like that that are named later on um in the timeline where we're kind of going back and being like oh you know like there tends to be clusters of artists and clusters of musicians that kind of do something similar right in a time period and then they are named for later that on, later yeah. on exactly so it's unclear but maybe not unclear to anybody which is unclear to me <laughs> <laughs> so um this italian art historian filippo baldinucci to find Capriccio as a dreamlike interpretation of the subject of a work that comes from a free imagination. Okay. So he's just making so, shit up. Yeah. So they often have a landscape element to them. Mm-hmm. Um, with many of these paintings showing like very known cities of the time in ruins. Right. Which is interesting. So part of the theory that ties into the mud flood theory or mm-hmm. ties into these various theories of there being like this big civilization reset. Right. Is that these are not the result of imagination, but these were observation of a real event, which is insane when Whoa, you think about it. That's like, wild, yeah. It's so cool. Of course, the other explanation is that the artist adopted this style as a metaphor for the transience of human existence, which is right. also fucking cool. Mm-hmm. They're right. both cool. Either way, it's cool. So, and one of the people in one of the threads that I was reading, which made me go back and look at some of these paintings, was he was talking about how almost more striking it is to look, like oftentimes some of these paintings are just the ruins themselves, but a lot of right. them have people in them and the people are just very casually. Yeah. And just chilling, chilling. Like they're going about their daily life. Maybe they're like sweeping up, like they're cleaning, Yeah, but it conveys a type of nonchalance that implies mm-hmm. that this is something that is not unexpected. Right. Like it, it, it kind of reminded me of some of like the shots of um like post-World War II, like Berlin mm. of people, you know, they're just like kind of going about their daily life. Like they're, their apartment building has been destroyed by bombs or whatever yeah but they're just kind of doing their thing they're just sweeping up like like the debris they're just you know buying bread whatever just going about their lives yeah so it, it, it kind of reminded me of that where like this is like a generation that has experienced some calamity or tragedy and they've taken it in stride and they're just kind of going about their daily lives because like what else can you do right yeah there's still like a seems to still be some sort of like government structure. There's some, some structure to society so that, that they don't feel like the anxiety of like anarchy or something. So there's not just like the complete absence of civilization. Yeah. 
but the past civilization has been destroyed in some way. Right. It's wild. It's, it's fascinating. Yeah. You would think if this, if this were, these paintings were an observation and that this crazy destruction of a large portion of civilization was completely unprecedented. Right. That had never been heard of before that they would be, you know, we'd be showing people in anguish. Right. Exactly. Like freaking out. But they were just like, well, we knew this <laughs> was going to come eventually. Suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, sucks to be us. Yeah. This is shitty. So that was kind of interesting. But then of course, you know, who knows? Right. Maybe these were really just, I mean, that kind of cool thing. Really. Yeah. If you think about it, like Maybe. these artists, if this wasn't something that happened, they were just like, dude, let's draw some blown up stuff. Buffers. Yeah. Like let's get, deep we're gonna have like known landmarks mm -hmm. around our own city like if somebody was painting stuff like that now which would be fitting as well i'm sure there's somebody out there who photoshops yeah oh no they totally i've seen that before yeah people mm -hmm. who like photoshop like modern new york city into ruins yeah it's kind of a thing yeah it's like we just watched uh just part of the first season of this i forget what it's called because it was not a great show <laughs> um but it had who's the guy who plays the dude from 24 jack bauer yes jack bauer i don't i don't name. i don't know his real name but his name is jack bauer damn i cannot think of that guy's name oh anyways the guy who plays jack bauer yeah. is in this show that is kind of like essentially we boiled it down to like government drama for idiots type of show okay you know like a lot of the government drama shows like can be very complicated as far right. as like talking a lot about like diplomacy and these different like the infrastructure of the government which mm -hmm. for me can be kind of boring and just like ugh, i don't right. know what the hell you're talking about but this was very much a show where like every scene they're like, you know, repeating what just happened in like simple terms, right. which they would not do. Or like a, you would a quick recap for the people who don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. somebody like boils it down to like really basic terms, but they're still talking to like another White House aide, you know, like who doesn't need to know that, He's but like, they're doing yeah, it for I us. I, I just heard what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I know. And like, I don't, I know what these words mean. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. But we, um, part of that was that the entire uh, Capitol building was like mm -hmm. blown to hell. Oh yeah. De it, it designated survivors. Yes. That's what you're talking yes. about. Yep. <laughs> what is that guy's name? I don't know. I can't it's Jack Bauer. It. It's Jack Bauer. Yeah. Damn. He's like not even just known for Jack. He's like a pretty decent, like big actor, but right. Eluding me right now. But anyways, that yeah. reminded me of like, it was weird to see the Capitol right, building. Like the Capitol building in ruins. Yeah. That we know would like all ties together, man. Whoa. Whoa. So that was one of the things that these people who believe in the mud flood, use as somewhat of a reference to like what about this though right like it's a <clears throat> almost like a historical documentation of cities that we know well that have existed for a long time yeah. in ruins in ruins um and yeah i guess the so i guess now would be a good time to get into like the, the civilization itself yeah. that we're talking about oh yeah so it's not just a amorphous civilization it is known as the the tartarian civilization they mm -hmm. are like the tartars um, which like spoiler alert is a real historical documented civilization. Yeah. Like it was a real. group of people. They were, I believe it was Mongolian. Like they're, you know, like the descendants of Genghis Khan who were ru ruling parts of Mongolia, Western China, Southern Russia, and like as far West as like Turkey. Um, <laughs> I'm always trying to, is it pronounced Genghis? Genghis. Did yeah, I just yeah. not know that? That's dude. That's that's like the more. I if you, <laughs> it's Genghis Khan. Really? It's actually if you see it written in Mongolia, it's actually Chinggis, no like C H I N G. I didn't think that you got it wrong. I just had one of those moments of like, have I been saying this Wait wrong my whole life? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, man. I always thought it was Genghis. I, right. That's the that's huh. like the classic like Damn. uninformed white person way to pronounce it. No, no offense, but <laughs> I mean, like but it's I'm been sure. pronounced that way for hundreds I'm sure of years. I'm not alone. But yeah. Wow. It's like calling him Genghis Khan is the equivalent of um oh who's that that cowboy guy? John Wayne. Oh. John Wayne played Genghis Khan in oh. some movie. Yikes. So that like that's the equivalent. John Great. Wayne playing Great. Genghis Khan. So I'm John Wayne right now. You are John Wayne. <laughs> pronouncing it Genghis. So Okay, cool. Yeah, Genghis Khan. Oh, Genghis. I learned something. Genghis Khan. Um so yeah, his his descendants were known as like the Tartars. And so the Tartarian Empire civilization was like essentially Mongolia or Western China. Hmm. Um so this is like a real thing. So that's like yeah. the historical tartarian empire yes but yeah, this what is not just a belief this is right real. that's fact yeah that that existed um the the conspiracy comes in that people say that the tartarian civilization was actually this massive global like civilization that basically um if you believe the mud flood theory then they essentially built all of the major architecture and infrastructure around like the whole planet Damn. and then were wiped out by this cataclysmic event that buried the whole earth and that's what wiped out the tartarian civilization that's wild um there's some weird ways that they like justify it and like give evidence for it like for example um so napoleon um famously invaded russia i think it might have been during the time of peter the great i think it was peter the great Hmm. but um so napoleon 1700s yeah ish that's about i think that's when napoleon was doing his thing but yeah so napoleon like famously invades russia gets turned back by the russian winter and it's like the first defeat that napoleon had same thing hitler did a hundred years or a couple hundred years later um but somewhere in i think it's saint petersburg there is a plaque or like a commemorative thing that was built um that features both the face of peter the great and napoleon on it and people look to that as like that would be like the equivalent of having like hitler's face on the same commemorative plaque as like stalin like like there's no reason why like the two opposing forces in a battle would have a commemorative plaque in this place um and that is part of the evidence as well as um there's some document where napoleon is referencing like the tartars or the tartarian empire or something Hmm. so the idea is that um Napoleon wasn't actually invading Russia. Russia and Napoleon were fighting together against the Tartarian Whoa. Empire. Crazy. Right? So um, there's like, there's again, super deep dive. Like the whole t- Tartarian Empire thing. Oh, yeah. It's like this crazy deep. Um, it gets pretty um, anti-Semitic mm. and just kind of generally racist in a lot of ways. It's actually, it's similar to like how the whole Nordic um like nordic peoples have been co-opted by like nazis as like the the master race Mm. so a lot of people look at like the tartarian or not a lot of people but like white nationalists and nazis look at like the tartarian civilization as like the true master race that was this caucasian group of people that took over like the whole planet and then the cataclysm happened and their civilization was wiped out and so now the people who currently inhabit places like africa and south america are um you know, not supposed to be living on their own lands. Wow. So it's kind of, tr- it's kind of troubling. If you go, yeah. I think, you know, if you go deep enough on any subject on the internet, you're going to find white nationalists have yeah. taken something and co-opted it. But so, yeah, so that's, that's the, the civilization that supposedly built, um, basically any marble colonnaded building that you mm. see anywhere from, you know, Rio de Janeiro, uh, Washington, DC, St. Petersburg, <laughs> Paris, any of those, 
are supposed to have been built by the Tartarian civilization. Crazy. Then were then buried, and then when the Tartarian civilization collapsed, then these lesser survivors of the cataclysmic event dug out these cities, and that's who we are now descended from. Whoa. And for some reason, buried all of that history of all of that. Yeah. Um, right. I guess that's the big question. Like, I, I never got a clear why. Right. Um, I mean, same thing with like the whole flat earth theory. Like why is NASA covering up the fact that the earth is flat? Like, why wouldn't we just accept that? Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I understand like the, the mechanisms of like how it could happen, yeah. but I don't understand the why it would be well, such right. a massive thing. Yeah. That's what I thought when watching, I forget what that documentary was called, but the yeah. documentary oh, yeah. about the flat earthers mm -hmm. that was on Netflix and which was hilarious. Oh yes. It was hilarious. I honestly was afraid that I would watch it and like be like converted. Mm, yeah. Like <laughs> this is something to roll around a little bit, but right. no, it was actually just hilarious. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if flat earth will ever be a topic on here just because I don't really think it's unknowable. No. And that's, I was thinking that myself, like, should we do a flat earth episode? And I was yeah. like, no, because it's no. not unknowable. Yeah. That to and me I don't implies want... that we think that like it's a possibility. Right. And I pretty much every other thing we talk about, I do think has some, basis to it and flat earth i just don't yeah and yeah part of it is and it was i was hoping maybe it would be explained in mm -hmm. that documentary but i feel like i got no answer yeah. to why anybody thought that this was worthwhile to lie about right like what were they what was being covered up and right. why what's but, like the, the the motive yeah other than to like keep humanity in the dark about our actual like yeah history i don't I, it doesn't make again, sense to me. i'm like all about the world just being the x-files but this particular thing, I'm like, no, I no, right. I don't see what the benefit is to anybody to lie about that. So yeah, the, I didn't even like dive into the Tartaria thing because it was just so intense and I knew that you were diving into it. So I was mm -hmm. like, nope. Cause yeah, every time I clicked into it, I'm like, there's so much, there's so much There's already, already so much for this topic. Um, but the one little snippet that I did see about the Tartarian civilization was the fact that this was like like you said, like this was a known country mm -hmm. people like with their own flag, their own government. Like this was not like a tiny little subset of people. Oh, yeah. This was not like a village or something. This was like an established oh, civilization. Yeah. And it seems like there's at some point it just kind of shifts to like referencing them as if they were just some tiny little, right. you know, tiny little town worth of people when it was like a country. Oh, yeah. And so like it just major... seems weird. Like, why are we all of a sudden pretending like this was this major... not as big as it was? Right. So that does let and again, I don't know why. Like, why are yeah. we covering up the fact that they existed in this mm -hmm. on this massive scale and then didn't? Don't really know. There's, there's also some like, um, like some of like the symbols that we see around us all the time are supposedly relics of the Tartarian civilization. No way. For example, the two headed Eagle oh, that yeah. you see on, I think it's on one of the Russian flags. It was definitely the, um, the German, the German empire right before Hitler took over. Whoa. It's like the classic, like old German flag. It has like the two headed Eagle. Um, you could even argue that the United States, the great seal of the United States where it's the Eagle holding the, um, the arrows in one hand and the olive branch in the other claw um, and how it's, it's head supposedly like it, if we're in a time of war, the head is turned to the claw that has the arrows. And if we're in a time Ooh. of peace, it's turned the other way to the olive branch. So if you think about it, if you take it together, you know, the Eagle's looking both ways. It could be like a double headed Eagle. Um, supposedly the swastika is a relic of that civilization. Wow. Um, and so Hitler was 
you know, continuing on that, you know, the whole white nationalist thread. Hitler was a continuation of this Tartarian empire and was trying to like, you know, make Tartaria great again, Whoa, take it all over. No. So terrible. It's, it's, there's so much. Wow. Like yeah. there's, it's too much to unpack. Oh yeah. And if you just take away all of the, the racism, it's a very interesting story. Yeah, it is. And that's, that's definitely a big, like big undercurrent of this mud flood theory mm-hmm. tartaria like if you dig into the mud flood theory at all you're gonna see oh yeah stuff about that civilization so yeah so that's again like everything we've talked about so far can be delved into like times 10 exactly if you so choose um so yeah my so part of what i did was like finding a few examples because again there are tons mm-hmm. so many that of places in the united states in particular which i just decided to focus on yeah united states whatever that kind of were examples of like these weird buried cities right. that we have no explanation for mm-hmm. again maybe that is really the only factual thing we have is that these places do exist oh yeah there's just no that's why when we were researching this i was like okay like this is a wild theory that requires me to suspend a lot of disbelief yeah but then you start to see the photos of it and you're like okay this this, this isn't just like making shit up this is like taking actual evidence that we have all around us and coming up with a theory to explain it exactly like these things do exist we we don't know why which is part of why theories come about in the first place right not just that these things exist and we have an explanation given to us and we just doubt it which is its own thing and it's valid to be like i'm not just going to accept especially like what the government tells me because they do have other agendas Mm -hmm. but the idea that like there are things that even like historians and things like who have gone and done the research necessary are like, mm. we don't know. Like right. we have no clear um, thing for this. So one of the examples was in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Nice. Um, this archeologist and university of Tennessee, Chattanooga professor, Jeff Brown started noticing these clues that there were like this underground city um, while walking around downtown Chattanooga in the 1970s. Hmm. Um he learned from utility workers of doorways leading to nowhere and underground tunnels and rooms. Um, there were entire basements of buildings that were once first floors. Hmm. Again, which we've talked about, including some obvious storefronts complete with windows. Wow. Which again, like I feel like there are some things that you can kind of explain. Oh yeah. But then a, a storefront right. with windows just makes no sense to me. It was not built purposely underground. Exactly. Um, None of these were marked on maps and no one could really tell him why these features were there, why they would have been underground. He discovered that much of the city had been backfilled. So I had a, I had mentioned this to my husband and he's like, I know what backfilling is. Like, okay. (laughs) Construction or hardware store guy. Exactly. But backfilling is something that happens after excavation when the soil is compacted back into the trench or the foundation. Right. Just FYI. Um, By as little as six feet in some areas of the city and as much as 20 feet in others. So, again, there's not really historical documentation backing up the raising of the city streets. Mm-hmm. Um, some suggest that it's just a legend, but some say it was common practice for the basements in buildings downtown to, like, have, like you said, stairs leading down from the street. Some even with, like, handrails. Hmm. Um, the windows were just explained as, like, lighting and ventilation. Right. And even the archways underground in some buildings, people said, it was just structural support. Hmm. Um Interesting. So I guess, so the idea would be that you have a main street, Mm. you have buildings along main street and you would either build, you would build it so that there was essentially like a, a, a basement that connect, that was connected to the, the main street with a set of stairs. And that at some point 
that set of stairs and like that whole front space was backfilled again. Yeah. And so then the, what was the second floor then becomes the ground floor. Yeah. And it gets forgotten. Exactly. So, yeah. So it's a weird thing. Yeah. Apparently in the 19th and early 20th centuries, Chattanooga had like this systematic flooding, like Hmm. about every decade or so. Right. Um, in March of 1867, they experienced a record flood with the river rising 53 feet, Jesus. which seems insane to me. Yeah. This was like four days worth of heavy rainfall. Um, and so sometime between 1975 and 19 or wow, 1875, <laughs> and 1905, I knew I typed that wrong when mm-hmm. I typed it. I was just like in a flurry, yeah. man. Right. Chattanooga built up its roads and abandoned the first stories of many buildings, but no one today knows exactly why. Hmm. Um, obviously it's theorized that it was to escape the flooding. Right. This has been done in our country before. Oh yeah. Boston and I think Chicago was another example of this actually happening. Um, maybe it was even to lessen the impact of yellow fever that was killing thousands in 1878 or so. It had killed like a good 150 or so in Chattanooga at the time. Um, they didn't know at the time that yellow fever was carried by mosquitoes, certain type of mosquitoes, I guess the same type that now carries the Zika virus. Okay. Um, but there was a, the then registrar of vital statistics had said something about connecting the filth in the city to the occurrence of yellow fever, which he was kind of right. He didn't maybe know why at the time, but the fact that there was this constant flooding mm-hmm. and that this like it essentially could like never really get fully dry right that oh, was i see yeah more Breeding mosquitoes grounds. yellow fever so they were thinking maybe it was like in some effort to like build up to cover up this this filth or whatever that was causing yellow fever hmm. um but the whole thing is that documentation of the construction is really scarce and city records don't point to any motion where city leaders actually decided to do such a thing which just seems weird because that's not a small thing to do right um, newspapers from the time kind of discussed the proposal of the idea, but they didn't really do anything to document the event happening. And even modern city historians have a hard time answering questions as basic as like, where did they get the soil from? Right. Or how do they accomplish such a massive undertaking? Um, so there's been theories that like they dug out this basement of this Hamilton County courthouse, which I guess is pretty substantial. And so right. like maybe the dirt was taken from there or like a nearby hill. But like the fact is that there's no proof either way of how they did this hmm. why wouldn't there be documentation like again this is not just like an eat like oh one day we did this this would be like a huge thing oh yeah this would be like especially back then like it's not like you could just have like bulldozers and stuff yeah. you're doing this, this by like hand insane it's so crazy. why isn't there so the theories are sound like yes there was like tons of flooding and that makes sense that they would do that but why is there right. not something happened something happened um and then the other example was leavenworth kansas um underneath the sidewalk of downtown leavenworth sits a 200 year old system of tunnels very little is known about this underground city Hmm. researchers who examined the place found windows doors and narrow paths beneath a title company that leads to storefronts stretching several city blocks and perhaps beyond referred to as the leavenworth underground so yeah some speculate that businesses just added stories over time as like the paved roads and new construction standards evolved Hmm. but others say like the underground railroad um there was somebody again like diving into the history of the underground railroad was like a bit of an undertaking mm-hmm. so somebody somewhere was talking about the town itself was founded in 1854 which was really only a few years before the civil war right and the earliest settlements were maybe 1827 but i guess the size of this town was only like 7000 so it seems mm-hmm. unlikely 
that like a significant underground railroad stop would have existed in such a small town, right. especially with it being founded so soon before the civil war. Yeah. So that doesn't seem like a very plausible explanation. So again, this is like a whole underground city right in a way like a chunk of a city that people don't know why it was there or why it's covered right um, that's what's weird is like the documentation i feel like every city has you know stuff under it that's like old tunnels old subway yeah. tunnels and stuff the, the the thing that makes it interesting is when it's like unexplained or that people like don't have a reason for it to be there yeah that's a bizarre exactly like it's one thing for it to exist and obviously some of them do have explanations and whatever but then there are some where it's just like where did this come from right um and the third example i found was in tampa florida there was an article from november 2018 talking about um this ybor yeah. uh ybor city ybor yeah. ybor city in tampa florida this is like an old historic city developers of a new office building were doing demolition and discovered these mysterious tunnels hmm. um which again that there was a theory that they were used by prohibition era smugglers and bootleggers but there was a professor that talked with the news station that said that public corruption in the early 20th century Tampa would have made it unnecessary for organized crime to need to be stealthy. Right. Um, and he thought maybe it was part of a network that transported Chinese prostitutes from Cuba to the port of Tampa in Wywar City in the early 1900s. But like ultimately, again, we don't know why those channels were there. Yeah. So it seems like that this is like a repeat occurrence mm -hmm. in various parts of the world yeah where there's just these weird things being discovered whether right. it's on purpose or by accident that's just like why was this here and why is there not anything to back up like oh this is why right again some of it if it was a tunnel for transporting prostitutes probably mm -hmm. not documented anywhere right so there's that side of it which is like this isn't necessarily like oh if there's no newspaper articles about it it didn't happen or it was some big cover-up like maybe it was just something fucking shady right shady so, and illegal yeah so there's that too but it just seems wild that there's it's such a common thing mm -hmm. that again like i didn't even look and that's that's part of like the creepiness of the conspiracy side mm -hmm. of it is that there's things like that that can exist in the world that like if you don't know to look for it you'd never see it you have no idea it's there yeah it's freaky except for these people on these forums yeah exactly who are just like they notice and we're like what the fuck guys yeah, and everybody's this? like what are you talking about and they're like dude look yeah like, what is this? And they're just like, oh, that's just, hmm. we always just build right. an entire first floor and like deck it out. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was the Kansas one, but one of the ones that had like storefronts, mm -hmm. like there was even like, you know, there was evidence of like the window having been painted with like, you know, a 10 cent like price or whatever. Oh yeah. And again, they couldn't really pinpoint an era because it was like without knowing what cost 10 cents, you couldn't really be like, exactly. oh, that matches up with whatever. But right. it was still like, again, proof that this was not yeah just like oh they always built a first floor and then covered it up like which, that would just makes no sense that does not anyways. hold water to me but yeah you would not like paint the windows as a storefront right and then cover it up on purpose like mm -hmm. that's something else and yeah so it's just crazy and i i had heard i had heard a story on another podcast um about uh seattle specifically mm. and how seattle was built um and i think it was a similar situation where there was like a, a ton of flooding and so they just purposefully sort of like, so they had like a main street or whatever that was running through and they built another layer above it because like they just let the water run down there. And so there was essentially like, 
you know, two levels of like retail shops. And so there was like ones that were fully underground and then there was ones above. And so for some time you could go to both. There was shops at both, but then eventually they just backfilled all of the bottom part. And so now same idea where you can um, go down into like the basement and see like a a window that literally just has dirt behind it because it's been filled in. Yeah. So I wonder, um, I feel like a lot of these are, there's very plausible explanations that are not like, I guess this isn't like supernatural, but that aren't like a conspiracy. Um, Like, you know, back in the day, people would just throw their piss and shit out their front, (laughs) out out their top window into the street. It's horrible. Horses, like everybody rode horses everywhere. So they're just pooping everywhere. And you figure if you're doing that for enough time, it's going to, you know, start to build up and build up. And so you're essentially slowly backfilling a main street. Um, and if that, it would make sense that it wasn't necessarily documented because if it just keeps happening slowly over the course of, you know, a, a generation or two, yeah. a couple, I mean, two or three generations, um, you wouldn't have documentation about that. It would just be all of a sudden, you know, the storefronts are getting more and more covered and then you just backfill some more and then eventually the whole first floor is mostly underground and yeah. there's no, there wasn't any one event that did it. So there wasn't any news coverage about it. It was just sort of a slow, slow process. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, like the, um, the dust storms that happened in like, you know, Kansas and stuff like that during like the 1800s when there would be like a bad crop year mm-hmm. and there'd be no, um, like vegetation to like hold the topsoil down and it would get super dry and blow around. Um, I could conceive that a town in Kansas would get buried in a dust storm all of a sudden and it could be traumatic enough that there wouldn't be like you know active news coverage about it because everybody would just be trying to survive yeah um so i feel like there's there's some plausible explanations but then there's just you know the fact that it's global yeah is is a very strange thing like exactly. a lot of those a lot of those photos that were on that stolen history website were like particularly like russian russian and eastern european yeah and it seems like it's a huge thing in like saint petersburg specifically that there's a lot of these like buried buildings yeah it's insane. It's bizarre. Oh, yeah. One of the theories <clears throat> that I didn't get super into, but that was just briefly mentioned somewhere, was like also the theory of an earthquake. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. Like a massive scale okay. earthquake. Rather than it being buried, it like sunk? Yeah, it actually sunk. Interesting. Which is interesting, too. I would think, again, not a <laughs> quick expert. Seismologist? Si- yeah. I would think that if that were the case, that like the buildings that were underground would be more damaged. I was going to say, I don't are. think you just like, right? like wouldn't just casually like, just slip under. Yeah, they would just like shimmy their way down and just yeah. be like, bye. But, but, and again, like that is even more, I mean, both of the options, like the mud flood and the earthquake was, are still confusing as to like, why would there be no documentation? Right. Unless what it was such a cataclysmic event that there just wasn't able to be news coverage because people were just too busy trying to survive and like get by. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a ton of theories as to what like the cataclysm could have been. Mm. Earthquakes, volcanic eruptions. Mm, yeah. um, somebody specifically talked about like what if like the Yellowstone supervolcano had erupted. Yeah. Um, or like um, the eruptions of like Pompeii and Santorini, like buried whole roman towns that we now are excavating and they're basically like frozen in time um i feel like if that was true though there would be more specifically like volcanic ash everywhere like we i feel like exactly scientists would pick up on that like wow like this volcano we find volcanic ash at this certain level like under the ground all over the earth what happened you know well like i don't again not 
an expert, but how is it even possible for there to be one volcanic eruption that could do the right. same thing all over the world? The Are we planet. saying that these things happened like... Was there some type of like chain reaction? Is that even possible? Right, like multiple like, volcanoes erupting at once. Yeah, at once, or even even spaced out, like it was happening to different countries or different areas, mm-hmm. like at different times in the same general time period. Which again right. is like far enough ago that we wouldn't, you know, I don't know. Right. But all basically all the theories are that exact type of thing where it's like mm-hmm. maybe it was this, but like that doesn't make sense. But like, mm-hmm. does it? I don't but know. Does it? Like, right. I'm not enough of an expert to know. I can't definitively say like yes or no. Right. So there's a lot of stuff like that where it's just like, eh, like one of the other topics that is related to this that I just could not dive into was the catacombs of Paris. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. People theorize along with the mud flood and just generally with the idea of like a massive reset, the, to a lot of people, it does not make sense that there are 6 million dead <laughs> in the catacombs, which I didn't know that number. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Until I, was looking this up and of course like it the explanation is that they ran out of room in the cemeteries in one big cemetery in particular mm-hmm. and again this was like something i couldn't totally get into because there's a lot of numbers involved when you get into like history like that you can't even just go by like basic math of like oh you know this was the population at this times and it would have like increased by this because you have to take right. into account the fact that there are like massive plagues and things like that wake up people are like wars Mm -hmm. it isn't so you can't calculate it so exactly to be like oh because there are big things where like there you know there's like yeah the actual plague wiping out people right that's a huge chunk of people yeah that are just gone and then there's like you know a renaissance period of like kind of rebuilding Mm -hmm. so numbers are bouncing around and again i'm looking at just somebody in a thread that's talking about this and you can get deep into like even just the Wikipedia page for the catacombs. So it's oh, yeah. like, oh shit, there's so much. So much. And one of the people in the threads did say that there had been like this massive cemetery that, you know, from the time of its start to when the catacombs were being developed or whatever, that there were like 2 million buried there, which seems yes. crazy too. Like yeah. how big was that cemetery? Right. Holy shit, 2 million people? Right. Um. So like when you look at it that way, you're like maybe six million isn't that much if like already just two million were put in there. Right. The numbers are mind boggling. Oh, yeah. To begin with. And so but there's some thought of that of like, how could there possibly like why? What's so special about Paris, essentially, that we have cities nowadays that are much larger mm-hmm. than Paris was at the time of the catacombs being right. started. I don't even know what word to use for that. Right. Um. So why are there not? more places like the catacombs and other mm-hmm. huge cities that like, again, like current day right. are way bigger and, you know, have been around for a long time. Like why wouldn't there be catacombs like this? And there are other similar things, right? but it like, you would think like, why isn't there one of these in like every huge city? London. Yeah. Like, like everywhere. Berlin. So that makes it suspicious. Like, was there something, but I guess then if you think of it that way, then wouldn't there be, if there was this mud flood, wouldn't there be catacombs everywhere? Right, exactly. Like, so that that makes it more confusing. Like there wouldn't just be catacombs, unless Paris for some reason got bodies from all over, but that really doesn't make doesn't, sense. Yeah, either. why would you, exactly. Like why would you transport them like just to Paris? Right. So it's like every, basically every like step forward that you take with this theory, there's like eight steps back mm-hmm. of like, okay, yeah, like at base level you're like yeah catacombs like yeah that's fucked up like six million like that's insane but then you're like wait is there like history here that i'm not understanding exactly like i don't know the whole history of the catacombs i don't know does six million make sense 
from like a historian's perspective, does that make sense? Somebody who knows about like the actual populations of the city right. throughout the years, is that like a plausible number? Right. And I'm just speaking from like a theoretical standpoint of like, yeah. And again, if that was from a mud flood, mm-hmm. then there would be more catacombs, right? Are oh, there yeah. catacombs? Like are there undiscovered catacombs? Mm-hmm. Is that the the idea here? Right. I don't know. Undiscovered catacombs across the whole planet. Yeah. And I don't know. Like part of it too is like um like the the similarity of architecture they it, they say that that explains why there's like pyramids in like south america mm. egypt supposedly there's chinese ones as well hmm. um but i feel like yeah there'd be like a lot more like continuity across this planet of stuff yeah. like yeah like if if the you know the tartarian civilization supposedly like was this global thing then there would be catacombs in paris there'd be catacombs in like you know native american sites there'd be catacombs in south america china yeah. like um it would be a global thing if, if, if it was true um yeah it's just I, yeah. I, I don't know it's one of the it's, it's one of those topics where i was endlessly fascinated researching it and yet i was very skeptical mm. reading all of it because oh, it's yeah. it requires a pretty huge suspension of disbelief there's a whole um whole subset of people who believe in this that believe that, that the Tartarian civilization wasn't wiped out, but that they were driven underground Whoa. and that they're still alive living as like mole people under the, under no, the planet. That makes us even crazier. Which is so bad shit. Like it's, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, and that's, this is probably like, again, of all the topics we've ever done, this is probably the one that we personally believe the least. Right. I would say like, I would pretty fair to say in third, in this being our 32nd episode, Mm-hmm. I probably believe in all the other topics we've talked about more Mm -hmm. than the mud flood. hundred percent. Um, partly saying this just in case there's like any government people that are, yes, we talked about that before we started (laughs) recording. We're like, feel like we're on some kind of watch list now. Yeah. You're like like delving into these like weird subreddits and like, like forums and stuff. And you're like 30 pages in. Oh yeah. Like in deep into some conversation about like, you know, the one world government is keeping this a secret from everybody. And I'm yep. just like, should I, should I be reading this? Yeah. Should I? Like I clicked on like every link that there was mm-hmm. to find in these forums and, you know, and then you find like a whole bunch where it's like somebody poses a question and like nobody responds mm-hmm. and like maybe they have an update like a little while later, just like anybody right. and nobody. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh shit. Here we go. Why did nobody respond? Where did that mm-hmm. person go? Right. Yeah. But this is definitely, yeah. So any, anybody listening. Yeah. That wants to uh wipe us out for this. I don't really believe this. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you lied about this. This is not this is not the hill I want to die on. No, no, no. Like men in black, sure. Yes. I will exactly. die on that hill. I will but, die on that hill. But mud flood, no. No. And but, I, I think this was an interesting foray for me too to learn about the whole alternative history movement. Yeah. Um because I, I the part of this that I could totally get behind is that there's massive omissions from the historical record, whether it's because one civilization won a war and like completely wiped out the record of another one. Like think about what was lost at, in the burning of the library of Alexandria. Mm -hmm. There could be whole civilizations that we have never heard about because all the written documentation of them were wiped out. Yeah. Or there's like whole groups of people like the, um, the Druids, um, you know, like, like, like the Celts themselves took, like wrote had had like a written language and wrote things down but the druids which were like a you know subsect of the celts they didn't write anything down because it was supposed to be passed on orally from person to person so there's no written documentation about who the druids were or what they did other than like third-hand accounts from like other people 
So there's totally, I totally believe that there are massive civilizations that we have not heard about that we will probably never hear about. Maybe we know their ruins. Maybe we've like seen their ruins and we call them by something and we theorize about them, but we'll never know like the full extent of who they were and what they did. Yeah. So that's the part of this that I find compelling is like the, the alternative history and I guess maybe not alternative history, but um, like lost history, lost history. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the part that I, I, I took away. I also found this whole thing about the the missing 1,000 years myth oh, where yeah. if you believe this one guy that we are actually living in the year like 1,000 something because this, the emperor, this uh, Holy Roman Emperor and the Pope Sylvester conspired to make up, you know, several hundred years of worth of history so that they're their reign would start in like the year 1000 instead of like 700 something. Cause Jesus. it was cooler to be like, Oh, my reign started in the year 1000. Oh my God, dude. So there's this whole theory that like the emperor Constantine wasn't real or, um, yeah. Or like that, the, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Charlemagne mm. was a fictional person wow. that was completely made up. The whole reason why like the dark ages are known as the dark ages is because there's no, writing that came from that time there's mm. no there's very little um like um artifacts that have been found from this certain time period mm. and so they call it the dark ages because we don't know anything about it so the theory is that they weren't dark ages they just didn't exist didn't exist so i mean really when you get down to it and again like <laughs> this is why this is an interesting topic because right. it does spur so many discussions like oh yeah the idea that there's so much of history and like there will continue to be forever mm -hmm. so much of history that you have to just rely on like whatever was written. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's a lot and sometimes there's not much, but either way, right. the fact that it's just written mm -hmm. and we're now hundreds of years or thousands of years out from right. it. And there's no way to know definitively, like did that happen or was it just bullshit? Right. Think about if you were be. like a thousand years from right now. Yeah. Okay. You're in 3019 looking back, parsing through the internet, trying to figure out what's real, what's sarcastic, oh what's an God. actual like real thing. It's hard enough right now to like read the news and understand what's real and what's fake. Yeah. Think let about alone how many things get passed along. It's like obvious satire. Right. And people are just like, Oh, or shit. like Photoshop or yeah. yeah. Like who, so us trying to interpret things that happened a thousand years ago, it's right. like, you know, it's probably kind of true, yeah. but then like how much of it have we like, you know, if somebody came back like a forward a thousand years in time and like read what we were writing about them, they'd be like, dude, that was like our version of Harry Potter. And yeah. you guys are like, yeah. like basing like this is like our history. Like, right. No, dude, that was like a children's book. Well, exactly. There's so much stuff in, yeah, in our current day that just is and it's not explained anywhere. There's nobody mm -hmm. like, I mean, as far as I know, there's nobody currently writing up like, oh, this was a, like, this was a meme. Mm. Like, how are people going to figure out in Wiki, a Wiki, thousand Wikipedia years? is probably the closest we got. That's true. Wikipedia is the closest thing. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, like there wasn't really a thing like that. And like, when you think about in a weird way, like the arrogance of like historians mm -hmm. having not lived anywhere close to that time period, being like experts on that time period, mm -hmm. it is a little odd because there is just no way right. to know to what, what know. was intended by certain things. Yeah. Like they, we don't know what really happened and all we're relying on, like just like reading the Bible, mm -hmm. there's misinterpretations there are people taking things literally that weren't meant to be taken literally, or maybe they right. were. We don't fucking know. We don't know. That's like the whole basis behind why it's like ridiculous to be like, oh, I'm going to sneeze. Uh -oh. <laughs> okay. Apologize to all of our listeners. <laughs> that was, that was the probably so loud. <laughs> but 
Yeah, the idea that anybody would... Oh, it's going to happen again. No. <laughs> that anybody could say that they know what was intended by anything in the Bible. That's part of why it's ridiculous, because we just don't know. Like that it's, it's written like, is it written as just a story? Is it just right. supposed to be like we're gaining a a moral from exactly. the story is it supposed to be this literally happened or this is just how it felt right or this is what was intended we mm-hmm. don't know and that i think could apply to anything in history really of any time period that we didn't come close to living in like we have oh, nobody yeah. i mean you think really the people that are alive today even that know people like you can only and again like and then it's just a lot of it is oral history mm-hmm. so how much can you trust to be remembered correctly mm-hmm and you can only go back so many generations where somebody nowadays would have actually spoken to somebody who lived in that oh, yeah. time period. You aren't really going back far at all right? to be able to be like, no, my grandfather or his grandfather. Mm-hmm. Like the so, last, uh, the last guy who fought in world war one died mm-hmm. a few years ago oh, and like say in like, you know, 20, 30 years, everybody who fought in world war two will be dead. Yeah. And so everything we'll have from that will be a complete, like, you know, second, third hand accounts. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of stuff missing. And even now there's a lot of, like, even, oh, yeah. even if everybody that survived was still alive, mm-hmm. you're still only hearing from one person's perspective. Right. And there's still, you know, there's people in those wars that died before they ever got to write down their experience. There's just, mm-hmm. there's holes, more holes in everything than there is like substance. Right. It's so crazy. then you multiply that by, yeah, things that happened thousands of years ago. Like we don't mm-hmm. know shit. Right. So, and so like I, I can totally believe that there's parts of history that have been conspired to be forgotten. Um, maybe not, you know, I don't necessarily subscribe to the fact that it's like currently still being like covered up or whatever, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I could totally believe if you're the, you know, the Pope and the Holy Roman emperor, you literally are, have, you have unchecked power. You can do whatever you want. You can like change the, um, the calendar if you want you could make yeah. up 300 years and just tell people hey it's the year 1000 they're like isn't it seven something yeah, and you're like sure. it's the year 1000 or you will be executed yeah and, and like, oh, all right you could actually execute that back then yeah. like you could you could make that cover up so oh yeah i believe it yeah. in some small way right that we are believing a lie yeah probably a lot of lies Many and lies. probably a lot of them not even intentional mm-hmm. is part of it too that some of them it's not even that every lie is a conspiracy but just some lies might just be ignorance right somebody trying to interpret something that they have no cultural context to understand yeah it's wild yeah yeah even when you yeah when you think about like even reading like the works of shakespeare mm-hmm. oh yeah which wasn't that long ago right there are still a lot of like unclear what was yeah. meant by this what did this phrase mean like things right. that he made up yeah as he was writing like things yeah. like that that Just have like become regular language now mm-hmm. like who like, that's been happening forever yeah. i mean speaking of shakespeare yeah. it's still a debate whether or not shakespeare was you know um stri- the guy from stratford upon avon yeah. um there's the there's moo cow barking in the background there's, yeah i'm not sure if you can hear that but there's moo cow yeah um, yeah, I mean, there's debate about whether Shakespeare was the person who he says he was or right. a group of people who were all using the pen name Shakespeare or like, um, like Francis Bacon, like this famous philosopher. Yeah. So, you know, that's not even that, that, that long ago that that right. happened. And it's, um, it's pretty opaque to us in the 21st century to be able to even interpret that. Yeah. So it's wild. Yeah. So what do you, cooler what, topic what, than I thought. yeah, turned out, turned out to be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so that is, in essence, the mud flood. Again, you can 
for sure dive oh yeah so hard yeah and so far into again mostly the the tartarian civilization yeah but several aspects of this but that is in its essence what the mud flood is i would encourage you to go google mud flood mm -hmm. and look at a bunch of photos of partially buried buildings yeah and try to come up with your own reason as to like why i'm sure different buildings were buried for different reasons but try to come up with a reason why yeah give us give us your feedback mm -hmm. um yeah this is especially like i mean any topic i want to hear <clears throat> about what people think and what their theories are but for sure this one i really want to hear about yeah. what you think because it's just so open to interpretation i think mm -hmm. um yeah we're we're on instagram yeah come find us on there definitely at a noble podcast and i think we're going to be starting a group on facebook yep encouraging more interaction like this yeah so we can just post about like hey we just you know recorded this episode or we just put up this episode like what do you think what do you want to hear yeah what do you want to hear so keep an eye out for that we're going to be posting about that probably mm -hmm. on instagram and on yep. our current facebook page which is just a fan page yep um but yeah come and talk to us and tell us what you think what do you think about the mud flood yeah tell us more so that was episode 32 mud flood. this has been a no